Joining us today on our program is Stephanie Blahakis, the president of the National Hellenic Museum in Chicago, and Tula Georgiakopoulos, the director of external relations for the museum. To begin, tell us about the National Hellenic Museum and how the idea for such a museum became reality. Well, welcome. Hello. Um, I'm Stephanie Blahakis, and the focus of the museum is preserving and showcasing contributions of Greece and Greek America. We are the only major museum in this country that's dedicated to telling the story of Greek history and the Greek American history and showcasing our history, culture, and art to the community at large. The idea started about 30 years ago. A group of uh, Greek Americans got together and said that, you know, we have a story to tell um, and it's, a, it's an important one and we want to preserve it and we should figure out a way, find a place that will preserve the um, stories and the artifacts and the memorabilia of the Greek American experience. Over time, as we expanded our programming and offerings, um, we had the schools and the public um, ask us for more, you know, more of a background and um, perspective on ancient Greek history. So what we decided to do is expand the storyline to begin the story from ancient times and then obviously um, connect it to the modern Greek-American experience. And that's how we arrived to where we are today. About 10 years or so, when Mayor Daly was still in office, he had a, an interest in redeveloping and re-energizing, revitalizing the Greek town neighborhood and helped our institution find some land and provide some, some help and funding uh, purchase of the land so that we were able to build, finally, the uh, home that we're in today, the new 40,000 square feet state-of-the-art building we are living in today, which is the dream that really has become a reality. And of course, you mentioned the location of the museum, which is quite appropriate, but for our listeners who may not be as familiar with Chicago, share with us some information about the part of Chicago that the museum is located in. Well, today we're in what we call Greek town, but it's really more in today's form a ceremonial Greek town. It's where restaurants and stores still exist and thrive, where the community comes to experience um, the best Greek food and the music and um, to find products that you can only find, you know, that are from Greece here. And um, but but the original Greek American community was just that 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 um, started here in the Chicago area was just down the block on Halstead Street. So it's on this. It was on the same street, um, just a little further south. And it was called at the time that the neighborhood was called the Greek Delta because it was three streets that formed the Greek Delta letter. And um, that's where you had you know people residing living and working in the same neighborhood. It was very close to a settlement house called the Jane Addams Settlement House. Jane Addams was a social reformer of the late um, 1800s, early 1900s that helped many immigrants and many Greek American immigrants find a place to live and work and get started in this new country. So over time, obviously, that community dispersed and other immigrants came in from other ethnic groups. So, so the businesses, though, just moved a little further north 
and we're, and arrived where they are today in what is known as Greek Town. It's like three or four blocks long. And we are right at the entry point of this community. So it's really making this neighborhood a destination for not only culture, Greek culture and history, but also to experience our food and our music and so many of the other aspects of our culture that everybody um, enjoys and has enjoyed for so long. You mentioned the 30-year journey that it took for the museum to become a reality. Talk us through the process of collecting these artifacts of the Greek-American community and all of the artifacts and items that are in a collection as well. Well, you know, um, it's one of those things that was a very organic process over time when you, um, when we established ourselves and um, began to raise some awareness for our efforts in preserving this story. Um, we got to be known around the country as a repository for artifacts and memorabilia. So one of the wonderful things is we, when we represent the story of the Greek-American experience, we have donations that were made from families um, across the United States, um, whether it be the uh, you know, artifacts from their original grocery stores or candy stores or other businesses that you know, may have been started years ago that no longer exist, or whether they be Greek-American organizations like AHEPA or the other Siluhi from around um, the country. Um, if they're looking sometimes for a place to keep the documents in a safe place to be able to tell the story of that particular group of people that came to this country and the, the community that they continue to keep together is another way we've been able to tell the story. So that's sort of how it happens. I don't know if Tula has anything more to add to that. <laughs> I think that, um, you know, we've continued now um, as we've gained more and more. So, you know, now we're in, in a building that has all of the right kinds of storage systems and temperature and humidification systems to be safely storing um, these precious artifacts for generations to come. The museum will be home to a number of different exhibits, including the Gods, Myths, and Mortals exhibit, the Meet Homer exhibit, and the In Search of Home exhibit. Share with us some background on these exhibits and other items of interest that visitors to the museum may encounter. I'm going to let Tula take that one away. Hi, everybody. These exhibits that we have are truly amazing. The first one that we have, as you mentioned, the Gods, Myths, and Mortals, it is a family exhibition. And the reason we say family is because while the children can use the touch screens and learn about Athena and weaving the tapestry and learning all about ancient Greek life, mom and dad can look at the artifacts that we also have intertwined throughout the exhibit, which are on loan from the University of Pennsylvania. So it's a fun 25 station interactive exhibit that will take them through the Odyssey and pretend they're a Greek war hero. They can karaoke with the sirens and then end up climbing through a 12-foot Trojan horse. So it's a lot of fun. It's a fun interactive way that kids can learn all about Greek mythology and the contributions that the Greeks have given to Western civilization. The second exhibit, it's, it's kind of uh, two parts as I like to see it. 
Um, our core experience is, that tells our story, as Stephanie had mentioned earlier, it's called, we've named our exhibit In Search of Home, The Greek Journey from Myth to Modern Day. Usually what happens with exhibitions, there's a huge team, and a lot of people don't know the, the amount of work that goes into putting an exhibition together, especially the size that we are looking to have in our museum. Um, our, you know, it has been in the works for over a year now, but usually what happens at museums is when, they're, when they go to install, because the installation process takes about six to eight months, so usually they, they'll seal off the gallery and be like, pardon our dust, um, we're building a new experience. We decided to do something a little different, a little unconventional, which uh, the little risk we took actually got us uh, an, um, an award that we became one of the best exhibits for 2011 in the city of Chicago. And this idea that our design team came up with is, you know what, let's not close off the gallery to the visitor. Let's leave it open and have them be part of it. Have them experience the behind the scenes because a lot of people don't get to see what happens when somebody does bring us an artifact. We measure it, we photograph it, we describe it, so, and it goes into this database. Um, what do we do when a book that from the 16th century is damaged? The whole conservation process. So it really gives our visitors that behind the scenes look that you usually don't get when you go to a museum. So with this idea, we decided to call, open up the gallery and call it the preview exhibit to In Search of Home. And it really has been uh, truly a hit with our visitors because, like I said, you do not get that behind-the-scenes look. So hopefully, you know, in the future, we also have a lot more coming. We have the space to, to do it, and we're looking forward to more exhibits from Greece and throughout the world coming to our museum. And you mentioned, of course, the award that the preview exhibit won as one of the best exhibits in Chicago in 2011. And in its brief period of operation so far, the museum has received a great deal of press coverage. Talk to us about the response to the museum on the part of the media, but also on the part of the community as well. Well, the, the response has been overwhelming. I mean, I, I, I don't know if we had any expectations. You know, we were working so hard to move over the summer from our temporary location to this brand spanking new be beautiful building um, that there was just a series of events. Um, we had some soft opening events, our cuisina event, a chef tasting event, sort of a sneak peek inside the museum that sort of gave the public a little bit of a, an idea of what was coming. And then we had the installation of God's Myths and Mortals that signaled the official opening of the museum in early December. And it's just been a groundswell of very enthusiastic support, um, not only from this community, but from around the country. We had an Associated Press interviewer, a journalist that came and spent several hours going through the exhibitions with us. And, and the article that she wrote appeared in travel sections all over the country, so that gave us quite a bit of, of awareness. One of the unique things about this experience here that we offer, because we are in one of the um, exhibitions allowing people that sort of inside look behind the scenes is allowing visitors to tell us what they think about it. So there's opportunities throughout the exhibit to be able to hear back from visitors and from the community what they think. And also, because we show how artifacts are preserved and stored and cataloged, 
we give the visitor an opportunity to think about things they might have in their attic that they're not sure what to do with and they're not sure how long they can store and preserve and they might want to think about donating it to the museum so it's part of our collective story. It's just been, you know, the the press is still continuing to give us such wonderful acknowledgement and creating this very unusual experience, that behind-the-scenes experience was so well-received that it did garner this wonderful acknowledgement from the uh, Chicago Tribune as being one of the top 10 new exhibitions in 2011. Numerous prominent members of the Greek-American communities in Chicago and beyond have thrown their support behind the museum as well. Tell us about the support that has come from some of these prominent individuals. Originally, the um, the museum, that part of that initial group of founders and supporters, um, included an individual by the name of Andy Athens. He's played a very a large role in an organization called uh, UHAC, the United Hellenic American Congress. And he's a nationally known individual, so he's, of course, very supportive of this effort right here in Chicago, had a very strong relationship with Mayor Daley, so that helped us in, in finding this home right here that was so significant to be right in the heart of Greektown. And over the years, definitely from the East Coast and the West Coast, and again right here, Mr. John Calamos is one of our trustees on the board, and he is also known at a national level and plays a very vital role in helping to preserve and be part of the management of the museum and ensuring that we have a life for a long time. There's other individuals, Alex Banos from the West Coast, Mr. Um, Boris from the East Coast, all over the country, organizations like the National Hellenic Society and the Greek American organizations like AHEPA. You know, the National Hellenic Museum is their number one sort of fundraising initiative for the National AHEPA organization. So... It's been very widespread, the support. Honestly, the, the fact that this hasn't been done before was, has played a very important role in making sure that we continue. You know, these are tough economic times. Um, it takes a lot to keep an institution of this size going. So we're continuing, uh, you know, we're always working to try to find the financial support. And so it's important that the community at large continue to support this effort. Looking ahead, as the museum continues to grow and to develop, are there any future plans to expand the museum or to launch more exhibits or collections? Absolutely. Um, We have an exhibition schedule that um, um, is mapped out for the next five years. Ongoing changing exhibitions, different subject matter that we're going to be focusing on every year. One exhibit that we've done in the past that we'll continue to do is what we call Neolea, and that is, uh, we've done it twice before. We're going to do it again, I think, in 2013, and that features the art of young, up-and-coming Greek-American artists from around the country in all media. So that's kind of a fun one that's become sort of a benchmark of the institution. So so there's two major spaces in this museum that are dedicated to exhibitions. And we talked about this core visitor experience in search of home, the Greek journey from myth to modern day. That's what we call our permanent exhibition. That's our core story. 
that's the main narrative of this institution is is telling the story the Greek journey from ancient times to the modern Greek American experience. And then we have a um, the John P. Calamos Senior Great Hall downstairs, which is an open mixed use space that can be um, that is used for traveling exhibitions. And then we have something that we're working on for 2013 that's very exciting. But I don't want to, um, can't mention it just quite yet because we haven't sealed the deal, but it would be an exhibition that would be coming from Greece. So that space on that first floor is dedicated to these kinds of premier exhibitions that come from different parts of this country or from around the world. To wrap up, where can our listeners find out more information about the museum? Well, there's a variety of places. Um, obviously, uh, if you are hooked up to the Internet, the easiest way is to go to our website, www.nationalhellenicmuseum.org. And again, if you're on Facebook, um, we have our own Facebook page. And then just simply by uh, calling us and making sure you're on our, our mailing information because we send out newsletters three times a year, that keep our um, supporters and our friends informed about what we're doing. Um, our phone number here is 312-655-1234. And just give us a call and we'll make sure we're on your, we'll have you on our mailing list to keep you informed of what's going on. So when you happen to be in Chicago, um, please give us a call. We're right here in Greektown, very easy. All you have to do is come to Greektown, ask where one of our fine Greek restaurants are, and um, the museum has a beautiful, we're about a block long, so um, hard to miss if you happen to be in Chicago. Wonderful. Well, Stephanie and Tula, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us on our program today, and continued best of luck with all of your efforts at the museum. Michael, thank you for giving us a call today and inviting us to talk about this very remarkable part of our history where we finally have a home that is dedicated to telling this very important story, our story, and we tell it from ancient times to the modern Greek-American experience. And this is a museum for everyone. Um, we have school groups from the schools all over the city and all over the suburbs, whether they're interested in ancient Greek history or just the immigrant experience. We really have something for everyone. And, of course, for the Greeks across the country. Excellent. Well, Stephanie and Tula, thank you once more for joining us today.